0: Welcome to Indiana Sports Beat Radio, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Looks
1: over the middle. second guesses, fires, throws, does he make the catch in the end zone? Yes!
2: Touchdown! Oladipo to win! Another it. one! He got another it! one! Another one! another one! Huge hole! He's at the 30! He's gonna go! 10!
1: 5! Touchdown! Jonathan Taylor! Galloway finds Rob Tennessee who fires
0: the three and now from the golf club at Eagle Point Studios, here's your host Jim Coyle. Welcome into Indiana Sports Beat Radio, brought to you by Andy Morhonda, Bloomington, and Endeavor Hospitality. Jim, obviously with us, but he'll be here to see just a moment. Welcome to the JTP Dustin Shooty Bracketology Special. No, if only we could do that, but it looks like. Our old pal Jim is here, here in business as we get things rolling on a Monday here. The Monday after Selection Sunday. Jim, are you with us? Is he with us? Maybe he isn't with he's us. He's still putting putting in his headphones at the moment. Otherwise, while he's getting set up, Dustin Schutte with us from Outsider.com, as he is with us each and every week. Dustin, did you enjoy your Selection Sunday?
3: I always enjoy my Selection Sunday uh had some delivery had some i don't know there's a there's a restaurant here it's a chain called Miller's Alehouse uh they have these great like chicken tenders and they soak them in and whatever sauce so had some of that had some mozzarella sticks worked but also enjoyed sele- enjoyed the big 10 championship game selection sunday i mean it's one of my favorite days of the year and now I don't know if anybody will know what I'm talking about, but for the rest of the for the rest of March, I kind of watch March Madness with like that Larry Bird from the Pacers Hawks series where he's just like palming himself and he can't see anything. Yeah. that's how I watch March Madness: is my hand constantly in my face because they're so nerve wracking. And even I mean, I, I shut off the Big Ten championship game yesterday early,
0: considering Purdue was up. What was it, sixteen points? With they were up seventeen, just a yeah. few minutes left, and Penn State playing their, I guess it would have been their fourth game in a row, charges yep. all the way back uh, from being down 17 and nearly pulls off the upset. But Purdue ultimately does enough to get the job done, subsequently earning a one seed. Uh, so I guess that's it's about time to really just do that now, Dustin, right? Dive into this year's NCAA tournament bracket. Um, normally I wouldn't feel so flustered, but with with, with with Jim sitting outside trying to figure out what's going on, it's kind of got me trying to worry about two things at once: making sure he's getting his his stuff situated, and also trying to host a show. So my apologies well, if things seem a little uh, off with me while I'm getting this. Let's
3: also, I mean, it's also a Monday. Things things get a little scatterbrained here on a Monday. I mean, so from the from the let me let me go back and, and talk briefly about the Big Ten tournament. Um, I thought Indiana when they played Maryland played extremely well, the kind of basketball I thought a lot of people expected this Indiana team when they're kind of playing at their best. I know they had some lulls lulls in that game, but when they're at their best, they're a really good team. You saw the exact opposite of that in the next game against Penn State, and I know they made a chargeback. They put on that full-court press late in the game. I thought Jalen Hood-Shafina with that late three, they probably could have driven to the basket the way they were pressuring and the way that Penn State couldn't inbound the ball, get it across the time stripe. I thought that they could have. Uh, potentially set up you know a a situation where they could have gotten two twos and probably either sent it to overtime or won the game so I think there was a little bit of panic there but heading into March Madness it's really concerning that Indiana can't put or hasn't been able to put two together back to back in a month um that's that's my biggest takeaway but as we talked about before we joined on here I think that they've got a pretty favorable draw Kent State, that that they're a good team, but certainly Indiana should have the talent advantage. And then, if you are able to win that game, you get the winner of Miami Drake. And certainly, the ACC has been down this season. So, if Indiana plays the way they played against Maryland, they're capable of getting to the Sweet 16. There's no doubt in my mind. I think that that's a really good. Um, I, I think that's a really good matchup for them. And, and potentially, you could see. You a future potential matchup against Xavier at some point in this tournament if they can make a deep run. The problem is I feel confident that Indiana will play really well in their first game, but that second game, man, for whatever reason, they have not been able to to back up a a win with another good performance, and that's something we'll probably talk about a little bit later in the show. But that's my biggest concern. I think when you look at the draw, when you look at your seed line, the teams you're going to have to play – I think everything kind of fell in place for Indiana to make a solid run, but you've got to put some games together, and I just haven't seen that in the last month.
0: Looks like our leader, man of action, (laughs) the Jim Coyle, is back with us. Are you with us?
4: Leader? I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm just like... Had to try to get everything reconnected after having everything gone, and the ear, earplugs or earbuds were not reconnecting. And uh, so just have to do with a little bit different sound is all. But, uh, yeah, what a weekend. Uh, what a wait. Uh, figuring out where you're going next. Um, I was just thinking last night, it's, my bedroom is funny. You walk in and you see uh, A suitcase. Uh, a full backpack, a full uh, garment bag, all ripped open to be re-gutted and refilled and um,
3: headed to Albany. Not Orlando. <laughs> but the positive is if... You, uh, if Indiana gets past the sweet or gets to the Sweet 16, you're headed back to Kansas City, Missouri. You can stop at Patrick Mahomes' Whataburger again.
4: Yeah, thought about that. Uh, which is not bad, could have been worse. Um, a lot better than Portland, yeah, a lot, a lot better than Portland, but more importantly, about the draws like you guys were talking about. Um, and I, I, I think that this was. Is favorable for Indiana.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, they, they have no, they'll have no excuses. They have the talent to do what they need to do. And uh, I heard you guys talking. That's the thing is putting, stringing games together. And. Now you have to string games together against teams you have not seen that you have no familiarity uh, with, which may be a positive because they have no familiarity with you either. But I think the fact that Indiana can be one-dimensional gives them gives teams a shot at how to defend. But you have to have the, the the talent to defend. Trace Jackson-Davis, Jalen hood Shafino, and very, very few teams do. Um, and if Trace yeah. Thompson can find that gear he found um, at certain times, they've, they've just got to find a way to not, not play hard, to not, not give their all, to not not, you know, do what it, it. they come out? They had these great starts the last couple of games, and then all of a sudden they allow teams to put them to they allow teams to dictate to them. Yeah. Uh, and I just seen that after a few games, which is surprising because they come out with great starts, gain confidence, and then they allow the teams to flip the script on them. Little, little surprising, but well. And hopefully, they keep learning.
3: I think that one of the things Indiana struggled with is when they've played. I don't know if "desperate" is the right word, but they, they. Well, are,
4: that's a word that that's a word that the players have used. Uh, Miller Cop, I think, said that, and I've heard. As a matter of fact, I think we'll have a comment today that where that was. That was that word was used by one of the players.
3: Well, I mean, and you go back, Michigan State. Death. They really needed a win uh, at home back in in late February. They they beat Indiana eighty to sixty five. I I don't know if Iowa was desperate, but I mean, they came out and and you know they're playing for seeding. They were playing for a, a high seed in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan, they were playing for their tournament lives, and that game went to overtime. Indiana did win that one. Penn State. There were there were they were not a certainty for the. NCAA tournament coming into the Big Ten tournament. So they played with some desperation. And now you go into the NCAA. A, a lifeline. Right. And so now you go into the NCAA tournament where every team you play has that desperate mindset. And the thing that I think you have to be, I don't know if concerned is the right word, but if you're Indiana, you've got to be aware of the fact that Kent State is capable of scoring a lot of points. They can also drag you into a phone booth. And knock you around because they've won games forty-five to forty-four. They they they're comfortable playing games in the seventies. They're playing. They're comfortable playing games in the forties. So this isn't necessarily a game where Indiana is going to dictate the tempo and it, it's going to throw Kent State off. They're very comfortable playing a variety of, of facets of the game. They almost beat Houston in a sub fifty game. So Indiana is going to have to. This is no typical 13 slouch, right? This is this is going to be a hard-fought game. This is going to be a tough matchup for Indiana, I think particularly on the defensive end. Well, it
4: always is. Every, when you get to the tournament, everyone's going to give you, A, Indiana's going to get everyone's best shot. B, right. it's the tournament, and you're going to get everyone's best shot. It's just how it is. They They play as they should, like they've got nothing to lose. And and that's how that's how it should be. Um, I'm clicking over to the. There's so many brackets to get through.
3: <laughs> that is the thing. I mean, you got to go through, and you got to because not all these have the time or the channel or all that. So you got to find the perfect the perfect bracket. But I mean, could Jim? I know you love. Well, I guess it's a Friday night, so it's not as bad. But I, I'm sure you love the ten o'clock tip.
4: Oh. Indiana has only played nighttime games thus far in the tournaments.
0: Yep. Indiana that, oh, that's versus Kent State is the second-to-last game of the first round.
3: Just to throw that out there. Shocker. They got to get everybody up on the uh, – they got to get everybody, all eyeballs on that game. At least it's a Friday. At least it's not one of the Thursday games. But the problem is, is that means if they win, they'll probably have a late game on Sunday. Maybe not late. as late, but...
4: Yeah, not as late because Sunday's in the afternoon, right?
3: Well, it'll, it'll probably still be evening because of the number of games, but it might be like a seven thirty, eight o'clock as opposed to
4: 9.55. See how it's hard to make travel schedules?
3: <laughs> I did, yes. I do. Such a and, pain and in the, the box,
4: ass. They, play, they don't even play till 10. On Friday, you would think that Oh wow, you can you can get in there on slide in on Friday. Now two o'clock on Thursdays all the stuff goes on. You gotta get there early. So can you get there Thursday morning? Mm, I don't know. You might have to get there Wednesday night. Um so well,
3: because it's not just because and part of this too, to explain is it's not like you just show up, go to the game, and then leave yeah you do there's press conferences there's practice there's shoot around other games so and then d- if they win obviously you got to do that all over again so i think sometimes pe- our our viewers and listeners are very intelligent they not they know this but it's not like you just show up go to the game eat a hot dog and then head out to your hotel room with nothing else to do it's a it's a lot of work you got to take a lot of equipment so it is. It is a little bit more painful than if you're just going as a fan. If you're a fan, you can just show up at five o'clock on in New York on on Friday and then waltz into the game. But oh, long days.
4: The day the, the ooh the length of the days. That's the yep. And the walking. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, I don't mind the no, walking part. And I'm talking about inside the damn stadium. I've never done more walking at an arena than I did at at the United Center. And that may that was mainly to get to the restroom. By they the way, the fewest restrooms per person of any stadium I've ever been in in my life.
3: Really, there. It's
4: probably finding them as part of it because there's so many layers to the United Center. Yeah, it's like it has three rings around it.
3: It's
4: like Saturn.
3: <laughs> what? Did was there a strike going on? Was that strike that Chris Denari told us about last week still going on with the concessions?
4: Well, if it was, that didn't affect them because they had other people in there. Okay, but I didn't go to the concession stand.
3: I didn't. Right, I didn't know if you if you ever. saw, I saw or, a, lot, a
4: lot of people there working in the bowels, but then again, you know, I I don't know what the hell they they do. Right. Um. There was so many. There's so many workers at a, at a place like that. Um, but you could tell they were day workers. I, I, I don't think that they're... They had way too many people there for there to, to have been problems. And, and I didn't hear anything about any issues. So I, I just wonder what the crowd would have been like on Sunday had it been Indiana and Purdue.
3: Oh, it would have been um, crazy.
4: Yep, but... If Indiana was going to lose, it was probably better that they lost to Penn State and not to, to Purdue if they were going to lose. I'm not saying that they would have. They may have beaten Purdue for the uh, Big Ten Championship, and that would have been sweeter than uh, anything for, for the Hoosiers. But if you go in there and you happen to lose that game, because Purdue's a good, a damn good team. It's not like it's those were easy wins. Right. But, uh, you know, if you lose that game, boy, what you want to take into the NCAA tournament, losing to Purdue in the Big Ten Championship for a chance to win your first Big Ten tournament title, That's that to me would have lo- left a a real lingering bitterness that uh, could have resulted in a hangover for them. Um, now I think that yeah, all right. We lost to a hungry Penn State team, uh, and and it's much easier to flush it than it yep. is had it been that other situation. I think.
3: Well, I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. One, are you going to have a hangover because it's a bad way to go out? Or two, or is it gonna is it gonna tick you off enough to go out and and you know play better the next game? So there's you can look at it one of two ways. But I don't the thing. So Indiana losing to a big deal in the Big Ten tournament. I don't put a ton of stock into the Big Ten tournament, other than teams that are on the bubble need to play well and win a few games. I was shocked, by the way, that Rutgers didn't get in. Uh, that was, uh, I, out of all the bubble teams that didn't get in, I thought Rutgers probably should have, considering their resume. Oh, but, I,
4: see, I didn't, didn't really. I haven't seen that yet.
3: Um, but I don't put a lot of stock in the Big Ten tournament. The but the concerns that I have for Indiana is what we talked about earlier: the fact that for a month now they have not been able to string together back-to-back performances. They just, for whatever reason, they have not been able to do it. And that's a problem because you've got to win two games in three days to be able to, to stay alive in March madness. And we talked about that to me, this is about as good of a draw as you could ask for uh, Kent state. Like I said, Kent state's a good team. They can beat you a variety of ways, but I think ultimately Indiana is going to have a major talent advantage with Jalen Huchefino, Trace Jackson, Davis, you get to that second game though against talked about the ACC was down i don't think my, miami is great you can you oh. can win that game yes but
4: miami is a this is going to be a tough game that it's, that's it's a dangerous. Tough matchup and Nigel Pack yep Nigel Pack who is originally from Indiana uh, actually should probably be playing in Indiana but was not recruited by Archie Miller um, and he went to Kent state. I mean, Kent state, he went to uh Kansas state originally and, uh, then made a boatload of money, got him an $800,000 NIL deal in Miami from courtesy of Mr. John Ruiz. And, um, he's, he's balling, living life, man. Can you imagine being a college
3: kid making $400,000 a year? I, I can't imagine being a college student making four dollars. I'm like
4: seriously I, though four, four, 400, G's. I know. I mean, I, had, I worked always ball driving around in a big old who knows I, Tesla in, or whatever.
3: In college, I worked three jobs, and I still don't think I ever hit triple digits in my bank account <laughs> the entire time I was there. So, I can't imagine having having six. Six figures in your bank account at that age, my goodness!
4: Uh, the uh, bracket that Indiana is in, also um, some other little tidbits of of eventuality that could come, and that is a meeting with Kelvin Sampson. Oh, That's yeah, down the road, and I mean that would be they'd have to win, they'd have to get to the quote-unquote championship game of the regional, whatever you want to call it, the the, uh, Elite Eight. They only have to get
0: to the Sweet 16 to face Houston. Oh, not the Elite Eight. Correct, because there are four. One plays a
3: four if they make it, if it goes chalk. There you go. John, with the dropping the knowledge. You know what? Uh, Here's the thing, real quick, is that I think if you go back to when they, when Indiana was playing its best basketball mid to late January into February, or maybe it was all January, get the months mixed up now. And you saw this bracket. I, you would say Indiana's got a great shot to get to the final four. A great shot. When you look at this draw Houston, the number one team, but they've got some major questions. The two seed is Texas. Uh, They're good. They would have, you know, potentially a rematch with Xavier at some point, like, it, there are no easy brackets, but of all the brackets, this is probably the most manageable. Again, well, let me say something, been, Dustin. Because,
0: I think, yeah. especially if you look at every other tournament Indiana's been in since the Tom Crean era, this is without a doubt the most favorable draw they've gotten,
3: and I don't think it's close. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Even when they were a one seed. And, yeah. No, I completely agree. I think you look up and down and you say, man, we got lucky. This is the most manageable uh, set of games, set of teams to get to the Final Four. And again, if Indiana can channel some of what it was doing in January and early February, where they were when they won eight to nine or whatever it was, I mean, watch out because they could get to the Final Four. I just for the past month haven't seen it, so I've got some serious questions about whether or not they're going to be able to get by Miami. But man, you, if I'm an Indiana fan. I'm excited about being in that bracket.
2: Robert
4: says Miami's wounded. He thinks Drake takes him out. And as a matter of fact, um Drake was somebody's dark horse team to it, it the team to watch. I don't know if it was Dan dockets or somebody I heard say Drake. Say so they asked, they asked they were asked for a team to watch out. It was Drake. I think it was Dan that said that. I heard him on something. Um, so there you go. That's a, a distinct possibility, especially with Miami being a little wounded. Um probably would be the Indiana's favorite for that to happen. Um so
0: Hey, before we get Looks to like break, got to while you're filling break. out your brackets today, uh, don't forget to What's that? your before we get to break for those listening and watching on YouTube, don't forget to submit your bracket to the Indiana Sports Beat fans submission page on ESPN Tournament Challenge that Mister Pete Clausen set up for us.
4: Have you got? Have you put that information out? Uh,
0: I didn't know I needed to put it anywhere, but I've been talking about it on here.
4: Well, how do people know where to go? We tell
0: them now. You first of all download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. That's the first thing you'll need to do. Make an account. It's free. And then, when you're done making your bracket, you submit it to, again, the title of the group is Indiana Sports Beat Fans. And the password is Indiana with a capital I. Yeah, we'll have to repeat
3: that. Well, no, of course. Times.
0: And your submissions are good until Thursday. So that's plenty of time. If to
3: you didn't hear it out. now, you're, you're out of luck. Yeah, this is the
4: only time you'll hear it, right? <laughs> no, we got to keep talking about it. Not that it, I mean, we are not benefiting from it in any way. So um, I've got to take the time to fill that thing out myself. I- I've got to repack. Oh, is it time for a break? It is time for a break. <laughs> All right, got to take a break because the great one, the voice of the Hoosiers up next with us, Don Fisher joins us as he prepares for uh, just his second NCAA tournament game in uh, six years. So going to get back as well. We're back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio, brought to you by the Ugly Grouper down in Anna Maria on Anna Maria Island. For all those of you listening that uh, I know that some of you, a lot of you guys listen on YouTube, so for down in Florida or when you go on vacation near Sarasota, it's on Anna Maria Island, and I know several of you have been there already and uh, I love it. And it is a the food is, is tremendous. It's one of the best restaurants in that part of the state, I believe. And uh, stop by and, and especially get you a hat. They're cool. We've got lots more coming up. Don Fisher joins us right after this. We'll be back. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios
0: for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether it's at our place or yours, great food and a great time is our guarantee. Endeavor Hospitality is a locally owned and operated restaurant group also offering catering services in Bloomington, Indiana. Our local restaurants provide an array of options that never leave you bored. Just to tempt you with a few mouth-watering options, experience a charcuterie board at Feast, Southern Stone's fried chicken, vegan tacos at the Owlery, an authentic Italian meal at Cabello, or a hearty breakfast at BB's Market. Your next dining endeavor starts by visiting in endeavorindiana.com or downloading the wow club app to earn exclusive dining rewards endeavor hospitality and the wow network
4: andy moore honda is bloomington's number one honda dealer simply because you get the best deals and right now it's the certified dream deal sales event get 0.99 percent apr financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 honda certified pre-owned accords civics crvs hrvs and pilots see dealer for financing deals andy moore honda bloomington's number one honda dealer get more to your door with AnyMoreHonda.com. honda.com come see us at the all-new andy moore honda now in bloomington
0: hey this is john the producer with indiana sports beat radio we're now a part of the rivals network the hoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of indiana basketball football and plenty more simply go to thehoosier.com and sign up it's free you can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio.
4: BB's Market is your local meat shop, steakhouse, and caterer. No matter where you live, located on South College in Bloomington, BB's opens every day at 6 a.m. with fresh, custom-made breakfast, brunch, lunch, and dinner items. With some of the best custom meats around, in house made deli side dishes, salads, and lunch meats, BB's Market has the largest variety of in house made products in southern Indiana, including 14 different marinades for chicken, beef, and unique recipes for over 35 varieties of brats and sausages. Visit BB'sMarket.com for online ordering. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from RE-MAX Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax max Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from RE-MAX Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. Southern Stone Restaurant located at the corner of Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington offers a variety of freshly made fare, tying their roots in limestone with their love of Southern eateries. With quality, local, and organic food as their main focus, Southern Stone strives to always provide their guests with an exceptional dining experience. With weekly specials, quick, attentive service, Southern Stone Restaurant provides delicious five-star comfort food with a Southern charm at two-star prices. Southern Stone Restaurant is part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club. This segment is
0: brought to you by Southern Stone Restaurant. Now back to the golf club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio, here on this Monday, and that means the voice of the Indiana Hoosiers, Don Fisher, brought to you by Southern Stone Restaurant. Uh Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington Stop by and get a taste of the Southern Fair From Southern Stone Welcome in Don Fisher Uh Don how are you after the long weekend man How's <laughs> well, the voice bet, holding up
1: The voice is not very good But it's better than it was on Saturday Uh Without question I feel a little bit better My cold I literally had a cold come on me uh, This has happened twice now in the last year I literally wake up it one morning with no symptoms of anything like that. And all of a sudden I got a cold. I mean, it literally is ridiculous. And, uh, so at any rate, I, I picked up this cold on Wednesday, which was a bad time to get it. Cause that's what we, we traveled to Chicago and, uh, by Saturday, uh, I was almost out of voice when that game ended. And I was really not happy that we got beat, <laughs> but it was—I was really happy about the fact that if I had to do another ball game, I might have been done by halftime.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a chance to rest this week off until uh, uh, Friday. Uh, as a matter of fact, almost Saturday morning, Don. So uh, you get on the entire week to rest, as Indiana won't tip until nearly 10 o'clock Friday night, which that is absolutely nuts. Um, I'm sure why you're do, not happy about that. Why
1: do you think that is? Why do you think that we would be tipping <laughs> off until 10 o'clock at night? Well, because oh. nobody on the East coast wants to stay up that late unless it's really a big name team.
4: Yes. People don't get, I, I, I keep telling, tell Indiana is a brand man. They, they, these, that's why they play these games and, Indiana is always involved in these certain things. It is a brand that that it sells. People watch Indiana and uh, always have, and they always will. They need to win now. This and this is an opportunity they have not had for a while. They go into this NCAA tournament um, set last year. You, you know, in talking to Trace when they first showed up for the Big Ten tournament. He said it was a different mindset because last year they they had the stress of trying to make the NCAA tournament. Well, they're in. You know, they they didn't have to worry about that this year, and they don't have to worry about it now. Um, and they don't have to worry about going to Portland and, and jetting around like you had to do with the first four in and all that stuff. Uh, so they get plenty of time off. And I think I got a favorable draw. Uh, not that they have an easy path. There's no easy path in this tournament, but. Right. I think they got a favorable draw. They played Kent State uh, first and then a potential matchup with Miami if uh, they can get by Drake.
1: Yeah, and Drake's not a bad team. I mean, this is a, Drake is a really good basketball team and DeVries, the coach there, has done a phenomenal job since he's been there. I think this is his fifth season. Uh, they've been spectacular in the Missouri Valley um, and it, 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 they will be a challenge. There's no question about it, but I, I think it's a, a decent draw, too. And, of course, Miami, uh, a really good basketball team, and, and Jim Laranega does a, this job with that program and has for years now uh, since coming over from George Mason. And they're, they're going to be a very difficult uh, team to beat. There's no question about that. But you got to get past the first one to get to the second one. So the only one you're really concerned about right now is Kent State, who is a really good defensive basketball team. But that's and one you know of the it's
4: things- funny. I remember uh, speaking of Indiana playing Kent State uh, back in two thousand and two, when Indiana went to the uh, championship game, Final Four. They 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 upset Duke. Uh, in the famous game where Todd's standing on the score on the table, I think. Uh, uh, he, he
1: never was on the table. He never got on the table, but he stood on his chair. Okay. He got up, he got up <laughs> on his chair and he's going crazy, you know, I love you, Don, and all this kind of crap. And, uh, and it was really kind of fun, to say the least. We had a great time down there, no question about it. Todd was not afraid to get excited.
4: No, not at all. Uh, but then that, but they win that big, big game and, but they have to come back and they had to play a Kent state right after that. Uh, and, they blew them and, away. what's that?
1: They blew them away. I mean, yep. Indiana played so, or in, in that ball game, Indiana knocked down three point shots. Like it was going out of style. Uh, Dane Fife got hot in that ball game. They had just a tremendous game against Kent state. It wasn't really close. And, uh, It'll change this time, I think. This this team for Kent State, I think, is very good defensively, especially. Uh, they go small. They're not a big team, but they play really hard, and they play really tough. Uh, you can't take anybody lightly when you get to this point in the tournament. They're just that simple. And if you are able to blow somebody out and rest your players, that's what everybody hopes for. But it's rarely happens. You, you've got to play hard.
3: Tipi- and typically, Don, in these these type of games, the higher seed Indiana in this situation would try to dig tempo. But one of the things that's going to be interesting to me is you look up and down Kent State, their season, they've won games they've not been afraid to play in the 70s. They're also not a play, uh, afraid to drag you into a phone booth and, right. and play games in the 40s. Yeah. So I don't even know if tempo is going to be – a big factor in this game because I think Kent, uh, Kent Kent State, excuse me, get mixed up with Kennesaw State, Kent State is capable of playing a variety of ways. For me, I think this is going to be one of those games where Indiana's defense is going to have to travel because if you're not hitting shots, Kent State's perfectly fine winning the game
1: 45-42. Absolutely. Uh, they're going to be a challenge. I, I don't think it's going to be an easy ball game, and I, I don't think uh, if you go into the NCAA tournament, doesn't matter who you play and you don't if your mind's not right like this is going to be a battle and you're going to have to match intensity you're going to have to match toughness all those of things you're going to get beat i mean and it's a one and done show as everybody knows uh and indiana even though they were in it just a short time last year they had a play in game they beat wyoming And then they went out to Portland. Uh, It was not a good trip out to Portland, incidentally, if everybody remembers that they really didn't start out until 4 o'clock in the morning, which was ridiculous. But at the same time, they had to change planes, all these kind of problems travel-wise. I watched these players on on that plane on the charter that night, and they couldn't get any sleep. They were walking around. Trey Galloway was actually trying to find someplace to get comfortable, laying on the floor, stuff like that. Uh, it it was just a bad trip. And then they played a St. Mary's team that was really good and just kicked the snot out of them in the second half of that ball game. So I I honestly, you've got to go in with the right mindset and our, this Indiana basketball team with the guys that are back this year with Miller cop and not playing, he's on the bench. You got trace and race. These guys have all been there and they, they were part of that and they knew what happened. So I think their mind should be right going into this tournament. Uh, It's not going to be easy no matter who they play. And if they look at it from that perspective, they'll give themselves a good chance to win.
4: Yeah, before you came on, I mentioned losing is never fun, but it may have been better for them to lose to Penn State than to make it to the title game of the Big Ten and lose to Purdue. Uh, then you're losing a championship game to your rival and then you deal with all that. I, I don't know if, if that would have, been, would have changed things or not. I, I don't know. But I don't know if it matters now because they're playing Kent State and they play kind of like, or, or Kent State rather, and Penn State is a team that plays kind of small. Uh, as well, and was able to to find some advantages against Indiana, and uh, that's that's something that I don't know that Kent State has the is the talent uh, that uh, Penn State does that, that can if they can shoot like Penn State because Penn State was able to knock the three down from a variable, a different guys. They had so many guys that could knock it down.
1: Well, the big story here is, like I said before, Kent State's defense. That's that's the question mark. How will they? How will they attack Indiana from a defensive perspective? Because I think that's the kind of defense they play. They're attacking defensively. They're they're trying to make you turn the ball over. Uh, they're trying to be a, a team that's very difficult to score against. Uh, will they? Since they are smaller, how will they play Indiana defensively? Will they dig down like you know a couple of teams have against uh, Trace? You know, have guys come over? Michigan State did that very effectively against IU. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out, but the big key, I think, for Indiana is to be able to have everybody step up and play their role in this ball game. Miller, Cop, Trey Galloway—those uh, two guys didn't do much at all in the, in the Big Ten tournament, especially the second game, the Penn State ball game. Galloway, I think, is just wore out. I think he's a guy that really needs this four or five days prior to this next ball game to to kind of get his legs back. Uh, you know how hard he plays and has played all season long. He just looked, he looked like he was not himself in those games up in Chicago. Um, and so hopefully this really helps him kind of get back to who he is. Uh, but Miller's got to start shooting the basketball, and he can't worry about the first one not going down and then not taking hardly any of the rest of the ball game, especially when they're there. Um, Race has got to play uh, exceptional uh, as he can. And I thought he he played his best game of the year, in my opinion, against Michigan. Uh, he he was just terrific in that game. How hard he played, that kind of thing. The guys know what their role is, and they've got to fulfill that role if they're going to go anywhere in this tournament.
3: I know you're not a guy that likes to look ahead past the game immediately, so I don't want to get too far off here the beaten path. But at but the you're same going time, to do it anyway. yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. But <laughs> the thing concerning me heading into this tournament for Indiana is they have not been able to string two games together really for about a month right. and you've got to win two games in three days. I mean, do you think that that these recent struggles have been a factor of, of fatigue and, and exhaustion um, in, in particular, I asked that question because again, we talked about this maybe the past two weeks, they just don't get very much from their bench on a consistent basis. So the, the starters have to take on, you know, they're, they're carrying the world on their shoulders. It seems like every single game.
1: Well, here's the thing. I mean, at this point in the season, your, your bench is always shortened, right? I mean, you shorten the bench. That's what coaches do. They're going to go with the guys they trust, especially in these circumstances, and so who do you trust? Well, the, the the two guys that they trust the most right now are Malik Renew and Tamar Bates. Tamar Bates in the tournament this week, past weekend, played his best of the season, putting back-to-back games together, even though one was more prolific scoring-wise than the other. But the other thing about him, he, he's starting to play really good at the defensive end. He's keeping people in front of him. They're not getting by him. He is energetic out there in that regard. Uh, so if you've got seven guys and that's pretty much what all these teams do right now at this point in the year, they're basically playing seven, maybe eight guys and not much past that. Hardly anybody uh, gives anybody a lot of minutes past those seven guys. So we'll just see how it all plays out. But my feeling on this is that Indiana needed to get their legs back. So to get beat in the second game of the big 10 tournament did not hurt them in that regard. Uh, so they have got more time to to get their legs back because I think this Big Ten tournament or this big uh, the uh, the Big Ten tournament can really take it out of you if you go the three days. Uh, we'll see how Purdue fares from that perspective, even though they have probably got a pretty easy road: uh, Texas Southern or uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, <laughs> uh, their first opponent. So we'll see.
3: And that's going to be that's interesting because you could potentially have a a Purdue Dusty May. Uh, matchup in that second round because if, if Florida Atlantic plays Memphis and that, that's a ninth seed, so there there could be a little bit of a rivalry in that second game. I don't – if I'm Purdue, I don't really care for that draw considering how well FAU's played this year.
1: Yeah, they, they've been terrific, and Dusty is, Dusty is one of the really great people at IU that I've uh, had a great relationship with for many years now. we played a lot of cards where Mike Davis was the head coach in Indiana in those six seasons that Mike was there. Um and uh we, we just had a ball. He's one of those really great classy people uh from Indiana, former manager, uh, assistant coach, uh, under coach uh Mike Davis back in the day. Um and I'm just so happy for him that his ball club's in there and they've had such a fantastic season. It'll be interesting to see how they fare if if they would end up playing Purdue in that second game.
4: Yeah, I'm looking forward to how that rolls out. Dusty, uh he, defensive guy, man, and had a great, great season. He was on with us earlier. So hopefully uh like to see him uh, go far uh, as well. So and uh even Penn State uh and, and, and uh Micah Shrewsbury.
1: Well this is I, interesting. I, this is interesting. The Big Ten's got eight teams in. Uh some people thought it was gonna be nine or ten, and I, I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I I didn't believe it would happen, let's put it that way. Um, but you've got three teams from the big 10 in the Midwest region, which is really kind of ironic.
4: Is it not? I mean, uh, I you huh? two, four, six, eight. I wouldn't thought that they wouldn't have done that. I would have thought that they would have just spread it out.
1: Well, they, they only put uh one big 10 team in the, in the South. They only put one big 10 team. They actually put two in the, in the East, but, uh, and they put two in the West. But in the Midwest, it's Indiana, Iowa, and Penn State. Uh, so if it's if it's possible you could face two other Big Ten teams again for
4: uh, you know
1: depending <laughs> on if you get there,
4: which is not uh, may not be the matchup Indiana looking for, especially if it's a team <laughs> they've lost for lost to. Right, yeah. exactly. Don, well you go rest the voice, man? Because you're back at it again on Thursday or uh, Friday. At least you get to wait till Friday night.
1: Yeah, we do get to wait till Friday night. There's no question. We'll probably leave on Wednesday sometime. I haven't got the itinerary just yet, but it's going to be an exciting time. It's always exciting when you get to go to the NCAA tournament. It is gravy. There's no question about that. And you've got to be excited for this Indiana program because for the second straight year then the NCAA, and it's it was like six years before that, that they hadn't played in the NCAA tournament, which is just really not good, if you know what I mean.
4: <laughs> good to have you back. Good to see you as well, Don, and uh, we'll see you soon, sir. See you ah, in New York.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Dustin, I love the look of the golf club sitting behind you, man.
3: Thank you. They do a lot of good in, in my in my room and not on the golf course. You know, it just makes me
1: drool, though. It makes me drool, guys.
4: <laughs> it's soon, Don. Soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. The see great Don Fisher, the voice of the Indiana Hoosiers, uh, graciously joining us here on Indiana Beat. So happy to have him here. Brought to you by Southern Stone restaurant patterson and rogers in bloomington make sure you stop by and get a taste of the southern fair at southern stone we're back with the great dustin deparek from the indy star right after this we'll be right back to the golf club at eagle
0: point studios for more indiana sports beat radio with jim coyle presented by endeavor hospitality group and andy Morhonda of bloomington
4: Golfers, here's a deal you won't want to pass up. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington is offering a very special two-year gold anniversary membership for only $299. That's right, just $299 covers your green fees for the next two years at Eagle Point. It includes tee time starting as early as up to 10 a.m. with one week in advanced tee time bookings. You just cover your card fees. Now, there is a limited number of memberships available, so go to EaglePoint.com right now and get yours today.
0: Looking for someone to cater your next corporate event, family reunion, or tailgate? To some, a garnish may be nothing more than just a decoration put last on a plate. But in Bloomington, catering starts with Garnish Catering. Serving all of Bloomington and surrounding areas, Garnish Catering is waiting to help make your next event one to remember. Planning a great event shouldn't have to be stressful. Whether we quote you just for catering or a total event package, you can trust that you're making the right choice with Garnish Catering. Visit GarnishCatering.com. Garnish Catering is a proud partner of WOW Network.
4: Courtroom Sports Grill in Bedford prides itself on providing their guests with fresh, innovative dishes with a Cajun cuisine designed to please your palate and your wallet. Every item on their menu is made from scratch using only the freshest ingredients. It's a great place to catch a game, meet up with friends for a night out, or have dinner with the family. We'll see you in the dining room because we guarantee you'll like it. Courtroom Sports Grill, located in the heart of downtown Bedford and is a part of Endeavor Hospitality's WOW Network
0: country living is just a swing away. It can be hard to find the exact home that fits your family's needs, so there couldn't be a better time to build a new home with property Shore construction. Now building exclusively south of Bloomington within the Stonecrest golf community. Choose from one of the gorgeous Stonecrest Signature Series house plans. We have several lots available with scenic views of the golf course. Contact Amy Rhoda with Revesco Real Estate for additional information. 812-583-0919 or go to mystonecrestliving.com. That's mystonecrestliving.com for more details.
4: Metalworks Brewery Company, located just off the square in Bloomington near Cabello, is locally owned and operated by Endeavor Hospitality Group. Launched from a previous staple in Bloomington, the former Function Brewery, Metalworks Brewery Company is the culmination of a passion for beer, food, and custom metal art. Check out their custom growlers. Metalworks Brewery Company has an updated menu, new brews, and will be offered in all Endeavor Hospitality restaurants. Come taste with Dr. Hopps' Brewing, Metalworks Brewing Company. Bring your passion and your thirst. Feast Market and Cellar, a part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club, is located next door to Southern Stone Restaurant on Patterson and Rogers. It's one of the most popular gathering spots in Bloomington. Whether you're out on a date with your spouse, friends, or coworkers, Feast Market and Cellar offers an extensive wine selection with a sommelier on staff to help you with your selections. Feast also provides a wide variety of cheeses, Corbet sandwiches, entrees, a coffee bar, bread, pastries, all made fresh, and mouth water. Stop by, feast, market, and seller today.
0: This segment is brought to you by Remax Advanced Realty, Indie Home Pros team by Cheryl Sizemore. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Mohanda of
4: Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Beat Radio, coming to you here on this Monday, the 13th. Good thing it's not Friday. Brought to you by our good friends from REMAX Realty and Cheryl Sizemore. If you're in the market for a home in the Indianapolis area, make sure you look up Cheryl Sizemore, and you need her two decades of experience to get the home you want. Reach out to her, Cheryl, at IndieHomePros.com. Welcome in the man, the myth, the legend, Dustin DePiric. Hallelujah. How- How's your travels going? Because it looks like you're in
5: a hotel room right now. I am in a hotel in lovely Dearborn, Michigan. Um, it's <laughs> snowing outside. Uh, so, yeah, three-day, kind of, you know, two games in three days deal uh, where they're they're having a few more of these in the NBA where they're playing teams not, not back-to-back on back-to-back nights but back-to-back games in the same place. It is nice to be able to go somewhere and stay and not have to get on a plane uh, So and uh, driving it, you know, Drove up here to start with, and didn't have to go anywhere yesterday, so that was nice. I, I can't complain about that. Got to go to the same place, get more of a feel for the joint. It's an interesting uh, a couple of days for the Pacers. They are giving some guys some days off because the Pistons, one, are bad, and two, have some guys out. Um, <laughs> so they are they they played a whole on Saturday. They had uh, you know Halliburton is is taking some time off with a bruised knee. Miles Torn- Turner sore back t.j mcconnell sore back benedict matherin is actually out you know got carried uh off the field off the floor uh on thursday with an ankle injury rick carlisle still not being uh forthcoming with his uh long-term sort of timeline but it's a sprain that's that's all that we can say that you know so i, I don't think it's season ending uh at this point but it's serious um but uh also be uh Buddy Injury report with left foot soreness uh, today, which I think is just they we're finding a reason to give Buddy a day off. Uh, but they played, I don't know, they 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 just opened up the end of the bench on uh, on on Saturday night and played everybody, and they'll probably do the same thing again today. Uh, and they still won, um, so they could probably do that again today and still win because the team the Pistons throwing out there, um, you know, probably wins the tournament, but I'm not sure, not not totally certain about that. So, you know, it's uh it's 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 gonna be it's an interesting couple of days uh up here. But you know, it's it's the NBA, it's fun.
4: Yeah, so uh how what's it like having to come to the NBA tournament is going on when uh when all that stuff is happening, it's it, it has to be almost a distraction.
5: Yeah, well well a couple of things. First off, it's cool to talk about it in the locker room because that's what they're they're watching. Uh really. Yeah. I mean, for sure. You know, like, I mean, these guys are basketball junkies. Some of them in particular, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton wants to know what's going on everywhere all the time. Like, I mean, you can have fun conversations with these guys about what's happening in college basketball because they care. They're sports fans. You know, they they are, I mean, they're athletes, they're hoopers, um, you know, like, like you can have a great conversation with Tyrese about football, you know, like you could probably, you know, Miles, Miles Turner is kind of an in and out of the locker room type guy. Um, But, you know, he was a baseball guy growing up and and they, they love talking about that stuff. It's the, it's, An easy in for you to have a conversation because it's not that you're on the same level. Obviously, they could probably go do whatever other sport you're talking about way, way better than you can. But all the same, like they they have a fan gene, and so like it's it's the same as anything else. Like whereas if you're a sports writer, like part of the perk is being able to go to any bar in America and be able to talk to somebody about sports, and so you can do that, you know, in a professional locker room. Uh, Okay. Okay. If you're not legal or whatever, shooty, or you just don't like bars, but
3: no, no, wait, wait a second, no, 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 I'm going to chime in here because now, now we got a conversation here. Mm-hmm. So right. I agree, I agree with your point to an extent. The mm-hmm. problem Before. is when you say you're a sports writer, broadcaster, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like people then make their pitch as to why they should be in your profession.
2: Oh, by, they do. Yeah,
3: by spilling yes. out everything of sports knowledge they know. Instead of having a, a conversation, I That's- learn every piece of trivia that nobody wants to know.
5: That's true. That does not happen in an NBA locker room because they would rather be doing what they're doing (laughs) and getting paid a lot of money to do it. Way, way more than you make. They're not really interested in that. Every once in a while they do. Buddy Hill decided he was going to interview Jalen Smith the other night. (laughs) <laughs> uh while we were sitting there so buddy was just being buddy and, and grabbed his he actually the funny part is he walked up with his phone he did not hit record on it i don't know if he knows where the record function is on your phone um <laughs> but he did come up and ask like a legitimate question to jalen smith because he was like the last guy in the locker room and he's buddy and he's just said, what the hell um but uh but yeah my, my point is to go back to the beginning like these guys will sit around and talk about sports with you you know because they care they're interested it, you know if, if they're sitting in the locker room you know like it, it, that means they have like 15 minutes they don't have anything that they have to do so it, it, again it is an easy way to get you in there and have them seeing you as less of an less of an annoyance uh and someone else to talk to about what they're watching you know i mean like when i walk in there halliburton's hurt so he's got when he's not doing anything like he is on his phone looking at scores you know like so, like, you know, I watched and I'm like, did I hear Indiana? the I got beat? He says, yeah, Penn State just trucked him, you know, like, uh, <laughs> and it was like, like, how'd your cyclones do? He said, yeah, Jalen Wilson went off on him, man. It was brutal. He just, they, he, he he just killed him. So, so that's fun. I mean, the, uh, to go back to your initial question, Jim, I mean, like, I definitely have a little bit of FOMO. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm used to being somewhere and covering a tournament at this point. And like the one thing about the NBA that you don't get that you get in college basketball is you get free basketball to watch in college basketball. If you, when, when you get to this time of year and it's tournaments, you know, like if, if again, like if, if you wanted to, and I don't know if you did, um, but if you were up in Chicago on Friday, you could have gone, you know, to games starting at noon and been there all day. Right. And sat there and watch free basketball and you don't have to work. You don't have to write anything. Um, you know, you can tweet if you want. I mean, maybe, maybe you create something for yourself to give you some reason to blog about the other games, uh, if you're just covering one team, but then you you otherwise just get to sit there and watch free basketball all day. Um, and then everybody that, you know, you've crossed paths with at other big 10 schools, the rest of the year is there. Okay. And they're going to the bar afterwards. So like that part's really, really fun, you know, NCAA or NBA, it's one city at a time, a couple people at a time. And it's not an event, you know, like, I mean, everybody, you After the game, everybody goes home, you know, like it, like big Ten's NCAA. It is a social event uh, that, that is bigger because there's that many schools that are there and you're around all the writers and stuff like that. And I'm going to miss that as much as like, you know, Indiana does not exactly have like this magical, wonderful travel destination. I've been to Albany for a basketball game before it's, it's Albany. Um, But you know, I'm going to miss that part. I missed the part of getting in there and there's, you know, a hundred some odd media members and maybe, 10 or 15, you know, uh, from, you know, crossing paths throughout your travels, whether it's national guys or other people at that school that you cover or that, that you've they've played before or people that you knew from college or people you know from here or whatever. Like, there's just that social piece I definitely miss uh, about this time of year, for sure.
4: And then, but there, there's the other side of it that I, I, I can see. You get to develop working relationships with the guys you're covering now where that's mm-hmm. almost – I don't want to say impossible, but it, it it's is close. really difficult, to, next to impossible, uh, at the level below that, because you don't get the access to those guys. You, yeah. it's all in a group setting only. There's no, right. so it, it's hard to get those morsels that that create those great stories that that guys like you come up with, because sure, yeah. that's where those things come from. They Absolutely. come from little morsels of conversations.
5: Mm, yeah, no, and, and like you can, it, you develop quickly a sense of what relationships are like. I mean, and, and like also, you know, it, it's it's just funny, like the difference between like because you get lock open locker room at the NCAA tournament, you get open locker room at the Big Ten tournament, and it's like a a, a no 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 open
4: locker room at the Big Ten tournament. No,
5: okay, well you are used to, you know, pre COVID you
4: used to exactly you used to. See so that's changed. So,
5: yeah, so I don't know what they're doing at NCAA's if they're finally allowing for open locker room. At the open locker room still. Finally. okay, good. Anyway, point of the matter, you know, reason to bring this up and everything is that I I will never forget the feeling of, you know, when they made it in 2012, that there was open locker room. And, like, we got pregame open locker room, and you're like, wow, like, okay, like, all of this stuff I've been waiting to do, you know, like, all these years, like, we finally get to actually see inside of this place. And, like, we're in Portland, and it is just a madhouse. And it's like you you couldn't have a conversation with people. I mean, there's just so many media members in there. Just, like, everybody's got a scrum outside of them, um, around them and stuff like that. And so it's, it's just different, like, because you you – you, it, it's something you have so rarely. It is something that everybody just jumps on so desperate. Like, wow, we go to get open locker room. Maybe you get open locker room every night. Like, you, I mean, we most pregames, I don't ask any questions. I just walk in there and hang out, you know, most games. Like, it's like it, it is such a feeding frenzy. In so college. there's
4: open locker room for the games?
5: There's open locker room before the games. You have open locker room starting at, like. That's mind-boggling. Second. Yeah, I know. But, like, you don't need it it's like kind of, it's kind of extra, but I mean, it's, it's helpful. Because I'm shocked.
4: Playing. I'm shocked that the, the, the great, uh, grateful for you, and happy for you, but I'm shocked that that is something that they do, but that shows right. but they don't they're have to, not afraid. Yeah. But they also don't have to either. control the narrative as much. I mean, they still do,
5: but it's not, it, yeah, it's not the same. They're grown ups. Number one, number two, guys don't have to be in there. Like it's not like they have to be in, in open locker room and pregame and do media duties. It's just gotta be open. You've gotta be allowed in. They can hide wherever wherever they want, you know, like especially in their home locker rooms. Like if they want to go lift, if they want to go get get treatment, if they wanna go warm up door open media period, they can do that. Like they don't have to be there. So like a lot of days I go in there and there's maybe three or four guys. And so it's like and you know, a lot of times it's the same guys, you know, it's just this this how their sort of pregame routine you know clocks out that this is the time where they're in you know they're in locker room and, and if there's news you, you you pretty much should write it at that point like if you find out from Rick that hey these three guys are out or these two guys are out like you should really use the open locker room time to go write um it's just kind of a nice little bonus just to go in there and say hi to everybody but like I mean cuz you're you're playing a game in an hour and a half like you're not churning out anything that's like you know earth shattering in that period of time if you've got a longer term feature and there's a guy in there that you want to talk to, it's helpful. Um, but it's not the same where like open locker room for college. ball, it's like, again, like it is, it is, it is a, a point of view. And like, you have to be there for that. Like you, you absolutely change your travel plans to make sure you can get there um, because it's so rare. It's just so rare of, of an opportunity to have um, just, yeah, it's just different in the NBA. And, and it's just, again, you, there's value in just being in the room and watching the guys. You know, even if you don't quote a single thing, even if it's all off, you know, you don't put anything on the record, you just watch them make fun of each other and crack on each other and everything. And then you have a sense of who they are and, and what the relationships are like and, and how it all bonds together. Like you can get a lot out of an open locker room by not asking anybody any questions, not doing anything on the record. Um, it and and Bottom line, all of what I'm telling you is it's a totally different universe. You know, it just is. It's totally different. You know, pro ball, college ball, the media environment is totally different. And for that matter, you know, as I've probably said before, it's different at IU than it is in other places. You know, like if, if, if you don't, if you go to Purdue when there is a much smaller media core, you get to know people. You don't get open locker room, but like you get one-on-ones with guys pretty much whenever you want. Because there's only going to be three people showing up at media. So like you can literally like have a rotation where like you get Zach Eady for 10 minutes and then you get, you know, Newman for 10 minutes and whatever. And like you get to know them and they see you around and it's like, okay, it's those three guys. You know, when I was there, it was me, uh, Brian Newbert and Mike Carmen. that you know and that was it and we showed up for every media availability so eric hunter knew who we were sasha stefanovic knew who we were travion williams knew who we were whereas indiana you show up and it's a big podium thing and there's like 20 of you and 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 the reason why that is is because iu has a great not good great media school and so every day at iu there's like 25 kids who are going to be at the new york times someday uh, you know, showing up at, at IU media practice, so or, or IU media availability, and so there's there's the trade off, and the cool thing is, is you know, like we'll bother those kids for jobs someday, you know. So like, I'm gonna go bother Tyler Talkman when he gets hired at The Ringer or whatever, because um, he's gonna be awesome, and Wilson Moore is too, and, and all those guys, um, and Matt Cohen, if he's listening, probably none of them are, but you know, all, all good dudes. But that just makes this really big packed media environment. Ton of requests from JD Campbell, and you know, like that. That that's just
4: the difference. And and JD tries to be fair to everybody. It, it, I, it is it's hard to accommodate everybody. So because IU has IU has the largest media contingent in the Big Ten by far, and by possibly I, I when I say IU IU basketball. It may be one of the biggest in the country. I I don't know. It's because of the media. From a basketball standpoint, it
5: is. From a basketball standpoint, it is. Football is obviously a different animal where, like, it's, you know, Ohio State and and Penn State. You get, like, uh, all corners of the state come um, to to football games, you know. So, like, I mean, when I was growing up, not when I was growing up, when I was covering Penn State in school, I mean, you had Pittsburgh, you had Philly, you had Lancaster, you had uh, Harrisburg, like, literally every corner of the state Erie, um, you know, had a representative showing up at football games. And so it was a full deal on, uh, you know, on Saturdays, you know, it's Indiana is a little different, you know, coming down from South Bend. Um, but still, you know, it's it, from a basketball standpoint, it's it's up there. You know, I'm sure it's, you know, Kentucky is that big. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know about the Carolinas. I imagine they are. Um, but, yeah, it's it's they're, they're, it's rare basically being as big as Indiana is.
4: Yep. Uh we've got to take a break. Uh we'll come back and then see if you've looked at your brackets, man. Have you looked at the brackets at all? Yeah, I I I had an off
5: day yesterday, so all I did was watch basketball and look Oh brackets.
4: man. And, and I watched
5: the Oscars. You know, I just did because we'll
4: talk about Indiana's first opponent, Kent State, because I, I'm gonna have to try to get Michael Lewis back on. Uh yeah, yeah. Played Kent State often and and they had some battles. Michael won 20 games in his first season for Ball State this year, by the way. They went 20 and 12. Yeah, um, work. The, the Mac was tough, man. The top They have mm-hmm. four teams. Kent State at the top, of, and they won six straight, by the way. Mm-hmm. Toledo 27 and 7, Akron's 22 and 11, and Ball State 20 and 12. Um, but we'll talk about that, all that stuff when we come back. Hey, if you're uh, looking for a home out in the Southern Indiana, Louisville area, Barbara Pop Real Estate Services have served those communities for over three decades, and that's who you need to reach out to. No one can get you in the home quicker or less expensive than Barbara Pop Real Estate Services. Reach out to Barbara at barbarapop.com or our friend Matt Lincoln, Matt, at barbarapop.com. Back with more from Dustin DePiric right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios
0: for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda certified pre-owned accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMooreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington.
0: Whether it's at our place or yours, great food and a great time is our guarantee. Endeavor Hospitality is a locally owned and operated restaurant group also offering catering services in Bloomington, Indiana. Our local restaurants provide an array of options that never leave you bored. Just to tempt you with a few mouth watering options, experience a charcuterie board at Feast, Southern Stones Fried Chicken, vegan tacos at the Owlery, an authentic Italian meal at Cabello, or a hearty breakfast at BB's Market. Your next dining endeavor starts by visiting Endeavor, Indiana com or downloading the wow club app to earn exclusive dining rewards endeavor hospitality and the wow network
4: Looking for something different for lunch or dinner? Visit Cabello Restaurant, located on the square in downtown Bloomington. Experience the tastes and traditions of the Italian heritage right here in southern Indiana. Enjoy handmade pasta and house-made desserts. At Cabello, they curate local produce, purchase fresh meats from BB's Market, so every meal you share at Cabello has roots in our community. Catering options are available, and we have private rooms available for reservations, whether for dinner or business meetings. Hey, Bello, on the square. Always
0: on the go, whether it's you, your kids, or the team. It's hard to find fresh, tasty food that is convenient to eat on the fly. Go was created for go-getters like you. Go is full of fresh, healthy ingredients, and each recipe contains high-quality protein powder. And guess what? They come in multiple flavors and taste great. High-achieving people like you need a great-tasting source of energy to conquer the day. Just go to goteenbites.com or pick them up at BB's Market. GoTeen is a proud partner of Endeavor Hospitality's WOW Network. Golfers,
4: here's a deal you won't want to pass up. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington is offering a very special two-year gold anniversary membership for only $299. That's right, just $299 covers your green fees for the next two years at Eagle Point. It includes tee time starting as early as up to 10 a.m. with one week in advanced tee time bookings. You just cover your card fees. Now, there is a limited number of memberships available, so go to EaglePoint.com right now and get yours today.
0: Now available throughout the Bloomington area is a fresh, home-cooked, nutritious meal prep that we cook up. The Fresh Fork takes care of all the planning, shopping, and prepping and can even deliver them to your doorstep once a week. That's right. It's the fastest, simplest, and easiest way to avoid decision fatigue. You pick your plan and pick up at BB's Market with no extra charge. So leave the heavy lifting to us and enjoy healthy eating with stocked meals in your fridge. Order online today at thefreshfork.com. Fresh Fork is a proud partner of WOW Network. This segment is brought to you by Courtroom Sports Grill in Bedford. Now back to the golf club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Here on this Monday, the thirteenth, brought to you by our good friends at Courtroom Sports Grill in Bedford. Make sure you stop by there when you're down or in and around great Cajun cuisine great place to catch the NCAA tournament which starts Thursday uh our good friend Dustin Apirik from the Indy Star with us now Indiana does not play until 9 55 Friday night um I mean first off Indianapolis bars are are are
5: looking this this is an all-time one by the way the US 650 and indiana at 955 and it is saint patrick's day like in the oh do my it up, god i did
4: not even you, think about it, that
5: how did you not that's i mean i guess it's because i don't have to cover it um like i absolutely thought about it so like yeah i mean i, I, I well, i'll tell you why
4: because i was up till midnight last night looking at nothing yeah. but hotel rooms flights oh yeah this, that, and the other thing, um, and I'm like, God, I just got yeah. home from Chicago, and you go straight to that and trying to get all that stuff figured out, and it's like, right. it's a right. headache. Yeah,
5: yes, but yeah, so St. Patrick's Day, 9.55 p.m., so oh, yeah. like everybody, especially whoever might be taking the day off to get tuned up all day, you, it is a marathon, not a sprint, kids, uh, just, just, just for the record. Important knowledge to know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, like it's, that's late. It's so late, but it's Friday and St. Patrick's day. You know,
4: like, well, this will be a St. Patrick's day that I guess eight, I won't eight, get to participate
5: something. in. That's true. You got to actually work shame.
4: And it, <laughs> and that game will not be over
5: before midnight. I'm no, gonna wear no, my, won't no chance. No, chance. I
3: don't have to work that day. So I'll be wearing my, it's a bad day to be a beer shirt. And yes, consuming yep, adult yep. beverages.
5: Good. There you go. That's the spirit, right there. Should always will, be that I way. I will
4: remember to, to take something green, green with me. I'll there do you that. go. Yep.
5: That's you know. There you go.
4: Uh, yeah. Are you Those are gonna you going to fill out a bracket?
3: Yeah.
5: I am still an American, Jim. Just because I don't yeah. cover yeah. the. <laughs> end- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my.
3: I am American. <laughs>
4: <laughs> something changed
1: like I'm still game. alive that's yeah. like
4: uh the jeff Braun thing I'm alive
1: mm-hmm. is it, is, oh, is the am I alive? alive
4: is this football then yes, yes i'm playing oh my <laughs> god what a great
5: <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: what a great clip to have if you're a head coach holy cow It
5: um so yeah i will be filling out of the bracket i have not done one yet i have not begun um i've just I, i've taken a, a a basic glance at it um but, I, I mean, I think this is going to be a wide-open tournament, you know. Like, I mean, it just, just has that sense. That it doesn't seem like anybody's very good. But my one concern is I think Alabama might be very, very good, and that's going to make for a weird couple of weeks, you know. They're Alabama.
4: playing through some tough situations, which makes you yeah, tougher.
5: Right. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly, that's certainly a euphemism for it. That's does, but does getting
4: about. to the national stage – they're not going to escape it because the first thing that came out of Greg Gumbel's mouth last night when he announced them was, I mean, literally after saying Alabama, the number one seed was they dealt or or got through criminal uh, activity and not having charges. That was boom. I'm like, wow. Yeah. That was just, that was just, he just threw a big old sticker on him right there. And so, well, no, they're, they're they're gonna that. no, they're not going to escape that. No, they're not. That's going to be a storyline throughout this entire
5: tournament. It is. And, and I, I mean, like right now, like, I mean, a, again, you, you, might ask me in a week, ask me in two weeks, you know, like, does it matter? You know, like it is, is this something that's waiting on them? They've been dealing it. They've been dealing with it for weeks and they seem to be getting better. Like, they seem to be getting better, like with it, like they they almost seem to be embracing uh, being the team that nobody wants to see win. I mean, I don't know if they're hated. I mean, I I don't know, like it's because it's an awkward deal, because obviously Brandon Miller wasn't the guy who did it. The guy who actually, you know, again, in in, in the legal sense, supplied the gun is off the team. And the other guy that actually used it was never on the team in the first place, as far as I know. Um, So, you know, like. On some, it's just the third guy in line is still on the team, but he happens to be maybe the most talented player playing college basketball this season. Um, you know, maybe not like he's not gonna be the number one pick because there's other guys playing other places that are better, but like he's probably the, mo- the most talented guy in college basketball this year, and so he's going to be he's actually absolutely going to be looked at, and and like you know, it is not going to be a fun story when. You know, like he plays and he could be awesome and he could win win most outstanding player. And there's this thing that's going to be hanging over him and nothing's going to change. There are not going to be any charges, you know, like there is not going to be, you know, the Alabama, uh, you know, the state of Alabama is not going to swoop in and sort of
4: remove. Oh, hell no. Um, they'll do the opposite
5: Right, exactly well i mean but it's like like, again there's, there's nothing that you could have ever charged him with he provided something somebody something that was his um and that person did something illegal with it so but you can't hold him accountable for what somebody else did with their own property um so bottom line there's nothing that's going to get this guy off the floor that's not coming and so he is going to play he is going and they're going to get as far as as he he takes them um and that's going to be the story is there going to be some wear with that i don't know but there's bit again they look bigger and badder every time i watch them you know and they're alabama like i mean like the like like sec it, like in in the sec hate fuels you like in every sport like that's I mean, that's true across the board Shooty. you know exactly what i'm talking about
3: i do know what you're talking about yes when they are,
5: when they are hated they they love it they run on hate down there you know, like it is a, it is a constantly fueling mechanism, man. Like Tennessee baseball loves your hate, loves it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just, you know, needs on it. And so, yeah, like they're from the sec, man, they're not going to be afraid of nothing. You know, like they're going to get all these questions from national. they will be like, we don't care. We're playing and they could win, you know, they're scared of nothing. And like, I mean, again, there might be some wear and tear when you get every national guy in there. And Brennan Miller's still a freshman. And like, maybe when, you know, but like there have been enough national people to, to send it down there. Like it's not going to be the same as it's going to be in the tournament, but there have been people down there, you know, like there, there have been people that have been sent down there like, hey, go cover this. Like Coley Harvey was down there, you know, like, you know, ESPN national reporters are going and spending some time. Mike Rostin was down there like and, you know, they're going to they're going to write exposés for the final four, you know, like there, there's going to be stuff that comes out. But is that going to matter? I don't know. Right now, it does. It's not trending toward that it will.
4: Something else to look forward to is a potential matchup with Indiana and Houston uh, mm. in the, and that wouldn't take long. As a matter of fact, that would occur in the round of Sweet thirty-two. 16. Mm-hmm. Or, Sweet 16. Or, yeah, sixteen. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah uh, Indiana's a four. Houston's the one. Hey, Rob uh, I mean, Senderoff. We've. I mean, like we we got like re- recurring NCAA drama right out of
4: and it's all the time. And I. Mm yeah there's no way it's not uh that it's accidental they love to do that stuff and i but i but i think it's great drama more uh, power
5: to them frankly as far as i'm concerned just like it's uh, yeah like create chaos because you can if you were the NCAA tournament committee you, you like if you put all three of us in the room and we had to be objective or, or in theory but like we also wanted to do stuff and have fun putting together a tournament would we would we Create chaos? Yes. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you let us three of us like, oh, look at this. I'm like, look oh, no, this. no, 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 put these guys yeah, here. Make so, them play. Make guy. these two coaches play each other. Exactly. Yeah. We would so do that. We would
4: I in the bracket
3: with Kentucky. I God, promise yes. you. But Ken- yeah. We would I would totally do that. I so, feel yeah. like, look at, look, I mean, here's one that I feel like got overlooked or not talked about would be that 8 9 matchup between Bruce Pearl. And Fran McCaffrey, I mean, oh. two loose cannon coaches on the sidelines yeah. at the and same time. Bruce is not that much of a loose cannon. He can't. Well, okay, he's not. You he's can't not. As, him to Fran McCaffrey. Well, no, no you, but yeah. he has his Bruce. moments.
4: Yeah,
5: one he has think his, his a witch. moments. One he has just a, 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 a lifetime, a career of crazy stuff, um, some of which was NCAA legal at the time. Um, so yeah, Bruce Bruce Pearl. Yeah, God, like him and Fran. I, I think <laughs> Pearl was a Iowa assistant, wasn't he? I think I could be wrong about that. Um, I, me look. That's a good question. I'm going to go ahead and Google that while we're talking. But yeah, I think,
4: uh, <laughs> Well, while uh, you're doing that, I uh, I, I over, uh, was in on a conversation over, over the weekend um, that involved the official.
5: Uh, right. It was 86 to 92. 86
4: to 92. Bruce Pearl was an Iowa assistant. There you go. I, I, I did not know that. He was also a former uh, head coach at the University of Southern Indiana. Didn't know that. Uh, yeah,
5: I didn't know. Ninety-two to two thousand. Did not know that. And then it was sure. Milwaukee, and then it was Tennessee when he really hit the, uh, you know, went public the big if you time. Will. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: But uh, remember the instance where Fran McCaff did the stare down with the official.
5: You know, it was hilarious.
4: <laughs> um, I, I heard the the uh, the account from the official nice. was uh, he's asked what was going on. He goes, "Well, you know, he come out, and he, he did that." You know, did what he did. He he said, "I took one step forward," and he said, "He took a step because I'm thinking in my mind. He takes another step. He's gone. Or if he says a single word, he's gone." Yeah, and that's when you know he now he didn't say it out loud. He was just telling himself this, and mm-hmm. and that was McCaffrey. He said he stood there and finally turned around. And he but he goes in the next moment. It, it, it was gone. And so that, it was funny just to overhear that, um, and, and to, to hear conversations with officials and, um, and, and, and at tournaments. That's the, that's the great thing about being covering these events to me is when you're not really working, but you're there and there's so much yeah. other things going on and, and, and you just are able to absorb, uh, Things that you that you otherwise wouldn't have because you you weren't there or at that time and and that that's the great part those kinds of conversations yeah. um, that like you being in the locker rooms and whatnot it's yeah no those it's just, are the it, great things it's
5: just being around people I mean like that's that's the big part of reporting and 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 whatnot it's just like it's why you got to be in the location you know being
4: around them free
5: right and so I mean you might be able to use it you might not be able to use it you might be in a position where you could say, Hey, can I talk to you about what that thing that you were just saying, but with a tape recorder? Um
4: and <laughs> like uh, the story I just told. i, I yeah. I'll tell you the story, but I'm not gonna you, I'm right. not gonna tell who was the, the, the participants sure. in the conversation. Right, right, right.
5: I mean like th- there's all it's not the of, official <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you you have also totally bore, you know told you know like if, if anybody's listened to this you could totally find out what they said. Point of the matter. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's a big piece of it is just being around people, just, just crossing paths and, you know, and when it gets to tournament time between conference and real tournament time, uh, you know, everything is a little bit more free and because, you know, people are in the building for other stuff, you know, you're, there is more opportunity to cross paths where, you know, during the season it's, it's, it is much more easy to cloister everybody, um, and make sure that everybody is just here and just there when you're supposed to be there. And, you know that the media shows up and the media goes away and it doesn't get to hang around, um, and see people and cross paths with people. Uh, whereas the tournament, there's it's much more difficult to control that, and so you're just you're just around, around guys. So, so it's cool.
4: So, instead, of, I'll answer this question later, but uh, before we get we have to lose you, do you have a final four at this point?
5: I don't. Still- let me give me give me a second. Give me, all right. Let yeah, me, it's, I, uh, it's- I, I'm gonna. I'm probably going to pick Arizona just for the purpose of – I don't see,
4: know I, if I want to see it. Before it, the tournament a, started, I, I was sold on Kansas. Hmm. And it's not that they can't – Texas beat
3: their ass twice.
5: Yeah. I don't love Kansas. I don't. I don't.
3: Um, Jim's predicting I, I mean, an all-Big 12 Final Four because he loves the conference so much. I it's do. Hey, move. I
4: do love the Big 12. I'm not going to lie to you. I love the amount of great – tough teams they have
5: um i I, i'll be honest like i mean i'm looking back at the bracket again like there is right now there is not one region where i feel like stone cold comfortable saying somebody's going um i don't i mean i don't love i don't i don't like there is
4: no duke from 92 and 93 or indiana or uh, there there are no yeah teams that we think, like, well, we're gonna win it. If,
5: if, if not for this, this for the thing we just talked about i would pick alabama and that would be the one team that i would feel really confident confident in uh in the midwest i don't love anybody i mean like i think texas is pretty good um i, I mean it's it just you know houston is sass going to be 100 percent? he says he is groins are tricky um you know i don't know you know whether they're going to be there or not i mean like I could absolutely – I think Kansas gets through to the Elite Eight without too much of a problem. I mean, I don't love UConn or St. Mary's enough to get them. Um, but Gonzaga or UCLA could get them. You know, I, I kind of like that UCLA team, even though they lost one of their big guys. Um, you know, again, I, I, I don't trust Purdue at all. Um, I think I think there's a pretty good chance they lose to Duke because I think Jeremy Roach is better than any of those points, those guards. I just do. I mean, Jeremy Roach is playing a really high-level basketball, Um, so if if Duke gets by Tennessee, uh, I like Duke to get him, and I think Tennessee might get him, too. I mean, Edie just... X-factor is not the word. I mean, he's solid. You know you're going to get like 30 and 15 from him in most of these games. It's a question of can they get anything from anybody else, and I just don't think there's enough. I think guard play matters too much in the tournament. Exactly. Uh, so the I first
4: think- time they run against up a, a team that has uh, veteran and good or good defensive guards, Purdue right. is in deep
5: doo-doo. Yeah, exactly. And as somebody can score on them and can defend them. Like, you know, again, like Hood Shafino made them look bad. And so I think there are other guys that can do the same, um, and I they really, like.
4: They nearly lost yesterday. Penn State made a hell of a run, right. and sure. completed that comeback.
5: Right, exactly. So you know, I don't trust Purdue again. Like uh, you know, again, Bama. I just don't know that everybody wants to see it. Uh, but you know, Bama Arizona is going to be a good game if it happens, and I have a hard time imagining that Bama will be out before the early day. I just I don't see. Virginia or San Diego State slowing them down. Um, Arizona can make a big game of it. I mean, I love those two bigs, you know, Bellow and uh and, and, and like, Kreese. I don't love their guards either, but um, they are what they are. I mean, I, and, I, and I think I like Arizona over Baylor. Um, you know, Texas and Houston, if it gets that far, um, has a chance to be interesting. I mean, I don't think it would be crazy for Indiana to be Houston. Indiana could lose to Kent State. I mean, like, I, I totally <laughs> – like, it, there, there is no right, – right now, there is no outlook for Indiana that I will tell you that you're stone-cold wrong. They could be, get beat by Kent State. They could get beat by Miami. Um, they could get beat by uh, – they could get beat by Drake if Drake beats Miami. Um, they could get beat by Houston. But they could beat all of those teams. And I don't think that there's anybody in the south so, southern half of that bracket that they can't beat. Xavier, Texas, I don't think it's out of the question that they could beat those teams. If you tell me Indiana goes to the four, Final Four, I believe you. If you tell me Kent State beats Indiana, I believe you. Like it's, it, uh, Any outlook is possible for Indiana.
4: Well, we'll certainly have a uh, look at it the next time. Uh, and we'll have a, a chunk of games out of the way. And upsets. Mm-hmm. Upsets yep. are coming. And yes, I don't is. know how much more, how, how much longer are we going to consider them upsets when they're happening in this tournament because it's, it's just become expected. expected. I mean, seed still matters. Like, we're
5: always, we're, we're never going to decide that a 14 beating a three is not an upset. And, and and frankly, they're bigger now. Here's why. Like, real quick before John kicks me off, um, the when like 14s, 15s, 16s, and even 13s win now, like, like mid majors are not the same. Mid majors got rated. You know, remember, like everybody that like got up to a certain level between about 2006 and 2012 is in a big league now. You know, Butler's in the Beast. Butler's not a mid-major anymore. VCU's in the A-10. George Mason's in the A-10. Like all those programs um, that got to be something, got, got some level of staying power, moved up into these conferences that you that they're not power fives, but they're right below that. The Atlantic Tens, the Mountain Wests, you know, the um even the Big Easts. So a lot of those programs that used to be that, that 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 got some kind of staying power got to bigger leagues. So the the teams that are getting fourteens are in even smaller conferences than they used to be. Um so in on some level it is a bigger upset. You know when teams that are that far down the bracket pull it off now because there is there there's even more weighing against them. Everybody else kind of graduated, Um, and you know so they're they're even more of a disadvantage when they pull some of these off. So yeah, they're they're always going to be. I mean, a twelve beating a five is a twelve beating a five. It's still not that big of a deal. Um, Elevens over sixes are nothing. Tens over sevens are nothing. But when you get into the 14s to 15s i mean these schools are at even more disadvantaged than they used to be in those spots um so i think it's still a big deal it still matters
4: dustin depiric look forward to uh seeing what happens next monday uh go go cross the river and enjoy a molson
5: yeah i, don't, I didn't bring my passport i got to get that taken <laughs> care of so, uh, I, I'm sure I can get a Molson in Detroit. I, I don't think that's going to be that hard to procure. You know, what's
4: funny. I I, uh, well, I I remember being in Detroit and just going over to Ontario, Windsor, yeah, Ontario there, right, across, across there. the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was going across the river to, you know, down in southern Indiana. <laughs> now you can't do that.
5: You got to have a passport now, man. You got to have a passport. And so, I got, I actually got to, like, I can't find mine. I couldn't find it in our move. Uh, so, I got to get, I, I have an appointment to get a passport, like. Replaced, week. um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's be mine was out.
4: I, I couldn't go to uh the Bahamas last year to cover Indiana because my I didn't have my passport updated. I'm like, crap, yeah.
5: that'll do it, that'll it's do it.
4: Nuts. So, Dustin, the right. buddy, go get some rest, enjoy your day. appreciate you Good so much. On no rest, no rest. All right, y'all, no yeah. rest for the week. Weary, we- 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 Dustin, the yeah. Indy indie star. We love him. We live. Can't do without him. Brought to you by our good friends from Metalworks Brewing Company, Doctor Hops, right here, baby. Uh, we're back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Dustin Judy and myself, Jim Coyle. Right after this, we'll be right back to the golf club at
0: Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com
0: hey this is john the producer with indiana sports beat radio we're now a part of the rivals network Hoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of indiana basketball football and plenty more simply go to thehoosier.com and sign up it's free you can also find full episodes of indiana sports beat radio on the homepage or on the station every week monday through friday if we're not on a station where you live we should be ask for indiana sports beat radio
4: Golfers, here's a deal you won't want to pass up. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington is offering a very special two-year gold anniversary membership for only $299. That's right, just $299 covers your green fees for the next two years at Eagle Point. It includes tee time starting as early as up to 10 a.m. with one week in advanced tee time bookings. You just cover your card fees. Now, there is a limited number of memberships available, so go to EaglePoint.com right now and get yours today.
0: Looking for someone to cater your next corporate event, family reunion, or tailgate? To some, a garnish may be nothing more than just a decoration put last on a plate. But in Bloomington, catering starts with Garnish Catering. Serving all of Bloomington and surrounding areas, Garnish Catering is waiting to help make your next event one to remember. Planning a great event shouldn't have to be stressful. Whether we quote you just for catering or a total event package, you can trust that you're making the right choice with Garnish Catering. Visit GarnishCatering.com garnish catering is a proud partner of wow network always on the go whether it's you your kids or the team it's hard to find fresh, tasty food that is convenient to eat on the fly. Go was created for go-getters like you. Go is full of fresh, healthy ingredients, and each recipe contains high-quality protein powder. And guess what? They come in multiple flavors and taste great. High-achieving people like you need a great-tasting source of energy to conquer the day. Just go to GoTeamBites.com or pick them up at BB's Market. Go is a proud partner of Endeavor Hospitality's WOW Network.
4: Metalworks Brewing Company, located just off the square in Bloomington near Cabello, is locally owned and operated by Endeavor Hospitality Group. Launched from a previous staple in Bloomington, the former Function Brewery, Metalworks Brewing Company is the culmination of a passion for beer, food, and custom metal art. Check out their custom growlers. Metalworks Brewing Company has an updated menu, new brews, and will be offered in all Endeavor Hospitality restaurants. Come taste with Dr. Hobbs' Brewing. Metalworks Brewing Company. Bring your passion and your Thirst. This segment is
0: brought to you by K Bello. Now back to the golf club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: Welcome back. It is Tournament Monday as uh, the tur- NCAA tournament begins tomorrow, actually, with the play-in game. And, you know, I don't even know who's playing in that. Uh, I know Mississippi State is. So, it looks like Texan Southern, Texas Southern, uh, FDU. Who's FDU? Fordham? No, no.
3: Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh Dickinson. All right. Farley
4: Dickinson is one of the play-in games. Then you've got um, Southeast Missouri. And who's, who's Tamu
3: CC, man, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. See, that's who I
4: knew. You know, what
3: ago. was funny yesterday was so I got to tell this story real quick and I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to embarrass him, <clears throat> but my friend texted me yesterday when they were revealing the bracket, Alabama was the very first team off the board, the number one seed. And then obviously the 16th seed was Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, or whoever they're playing. And he sent me a text said, damn, they're, they're already going to do a rematch between Alabama and Texas A&M. <laughs> and I laughed so hard because I'm like, no, no, man, they're not, that's the wrong Texas A&M. I can yeah. understand where he why he mixed that up, but I'm like, but there's no not, way in hell. But not Texas being A&M a is going to be a seed. Exactly, exactly.
4: Um. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. How, how about this for a playing game? Mississippi State and Pitt. Yeah, I thought and Pitt's Pitt been pretty in. good.
3: I thought Pitt was in. Yeah, Pitt's been solid. Well, of well, course, obviously you know, not you... solid enough. No. Well, I mean, they I feel like they're. I feel like they're one of those. Excuse me. I feel like they could be like a Notre Dame or a Rutgers or maybe not like a VCU that played the play-in game, got to the Final Four, but they could be a dangerous play-in game team. How about, uh, and then, all right, this side of the bracket, the play-in games
4: are pretty damn good. The other side, it's like uh, the final one here is, um, damn it, I lost it. Oh, Arizona State and Nevada. Yep. It, who's coaching Arizona State? bob uh, Hurley, Hurley, isn't it? That's what I thought. Yeah. So you got Bobby Hurley against Steve Alford. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So I, I thought he was. That's where he was going. So you got Bobby Hurley against Steve Alford. Um, who's his? Who's his brother coaching now? Uh,
3: yeah, I
4: don't know. Danny Hurley, because someone mentioned asked uh, which which Hurley should be more. Uh, Concerned, I forget who he coaches. It's hard to keep up with all that stuff.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of college basketball teams. I got to be honest, I don't know the, I don't know all the coaches, but Bobby Hurley's been at Arizona State for uh, a minute. Well,
4: Danny Hurley, his brother, is also a coach uh, at a high level. As a matter of fact, UConn. Damn. There you go. There you go. Um, I think they didn't they get beaten the last day of their tournament, I think. I didn't realize he was at UConn. Wow. All right, so there you go. All right, so looking at the uh, I guess we'll look at Indiana's bracket first. The Midwest. Someone mentioned earlier a potential matchup with uh, a rematch with Iowa. And, you know, I thought about not that, but I thought about the fact of a, a matchup, Iowa and Houston, because you know? Iowa can look terrible or they can look like they did against Indiana and in Bloomton, But I don't know if that was more about Iowa or more about Indiana. I feel like of the both.
3: I feel like Iowa is a microcosm of everybody in college basketball this year, to be honest. They have great games and then look like crap. Yeah. Here's the thing though, and John and I talked about this in the opener, in his 467 years of being a head coach, Fran McCaffrey has never reached the Sweet 16. So, I have no faith that he's going to do it this year. I mean, like why why it's kind of like Purdue, how, it's kinda, how
4: many seasons?
3: I don't know off the top of my head, but it's got to be 20. it's got to be 20 between Siena and Iowa. Um, it's kind of like Purdue with the Final 4, right? Like you'll you you get to a point where you believe it when you see it. Doesn't mean they're not good. But, or it doesn't mean they can't get there, but Purdue had not been to a Final Four since 1980. Fran McCaffrey's never been to the Sweet 16. Why would you pencil Iowa in for two wins? Like, I, they might win their first. I don't know that they're going to win their first game. They might, but I, have, I don't think they're going to win two games just because he's never done it before. So what makes this year different?
2: Good point.
4: Uh, good point. And that would be requiring to beat a,
3: a hell of a team, so yeah, um. which is which is weird to me, Jim. think like think about how Iowa plays. You would think that style of basketball would be really good in the in the NCA tournament to get up and down the floor. I mean, I know it requires a lot of shot making, but it's not like they don't have shooters. They got Peyton Sanford, they got Connor McCaffrey, they've got Chris Murray. They've got some t- – Tony Perkins, they've got some dudes. They had dudes last year.
4: Got some dudes.
3: But their inability to play defense, and then if they're not hitting shots, like you said, they're, they could they could win games 95 to 85, or they might get beat by 20 points because they just don't play defense. And if they're ha- having a bad shooting night, lights, lights out, you're done. Going back to Iowa City.
4: Yeah, I was going to try to go to the uh... – bracket pool that uh, Pete set up. It's on ESPN.com. The group is Indiana Sports Beat Fans. And the password is Indiana. It's pretty simple. Um, so I'm trying to as I enter uh, I don't want to create a bracket. How do I there it is. Groups. Just open that up. I'm not currently part of a group. You'll I see my lovely them.
0: bracket name in there, surely. You want to that <laughs> aloud.
4: Wait minute, you have a bracket name?
0: I, I do have a bracket name in there already. I I, and I have filled it out. You can't see who I've chosen, but you can see that I've submitted it.
4: So I, I need to join a group. Um, I'm trying to do this so everyone else does not have trouble either. If there are, are any problems or uh, my groups. Uh, how do I join a group?
0: You have to click on the group and enter the password. You already found the group, didn't you?
4: No, I did not. Oh, it's down below.
0: What's the password? It's Indiana with a capital I.
4: What's the password, Kenneth? What's the password? Do you know what that is from? Anybody? Anyone? 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 Bueller? I know that one. (laughs) What's the password, Kenneth?
3: I don't know that one.
4: You can actually have two references for it. The second would be a line in an REM song. Hmm. Okay. But it was taken from the first when former CBS News anchor Dan Rather was accosted on the street in New York once. And he said, all they said to me was, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency?
3: Hmm. Man. Did not know that.
4: My mind is just filled with all kinds of useless information.
3: <laughs> Be great at trivia night.
4: Uh, probably not. Uh, I'll, I'll get into the. Oh, there we go. Just search a group name. Boom, that's easy. So, sports beat.
3: I like this dance. little sing-song method.
4: There we go. Pops right up. Boom. I'm in. Create a bracket. There you go. So, I can't wait. Easy peasy. I'm going to worry about filling it out later. Got to do some studying.
3: Yeah, sharpen your pencils. Sharpen your brain. Go oh, back and watch boy. a little film. Now No. What you got to do is just...
4: You can't pick too many upsets. No. You kind of got to let them take care of... This is going to be a weird year.
3: I mean... Yeah. You know what's always fun for me to do is I always fill out two brackets. One is my actual bracket, and then the other one is I just go straight chalk and see which one does better. Because sometimes if you just go straight chalk, even if you don't, uh, well, it doesn't, if you, don't, it, it, you you do okay because it, wa- it it works
4: out at the end. It, the bigger exactly. point games matter more, and you don't screw up as much. Yeah, exactly. Um, who's gonna? I guess we got. That means we got to take a break. Uh, let's see. When we come back, we'll talk about what do you. Th- uh, Dustin's out, and uh, we'll see him again tomorrow. He's got to go. He's got to go work on his brackets. Get his all bracket tomorrow when he comes back. He's going to have his bracket filled out. That's right. And we're going to go over it. That's maybe perfect I'll, bracket. Maybe I'll have mine filled out, and we'll go over mine. And you all can have yours filled out. And we'll pick our national champions and uh, this, that, and the other thing. So, brother, go out and have yourself a good day.
3: Thank you, sir. See you tomorrow.
4: And we've got more coming to you. Brought to you by our good friends at Reynolds Family Dentistry down in Sellersburg, Indiana. If you're down in the southern part, make sure you stop by. See Dr. J. He'll give you that championship smile you need. We're back with more Indiana Sportspeed Radio right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana
0: Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether it's at our place or yours, great food and a great time is our guarantee. Endeavor Hospitality is a locally owned and operated restaurant group also offering catering services in Bloomington, Indiana. Our local restaurants provide an array of options that never leave you bored. Just to tempt you with a few mouth-watering options, experience a charcuterie board at Feast, Southern Stone's fried chicken, vegan tacos at the Owlery, an authentic Italian meal at Cabello, or a hearty breakfast at BB's Market. Your next dining endeavor starts by visiting Endeavor, Indiana, or downloading the WOW Club app to earn exclusive dining rewards, Endeavor Hospitality, and the WOW Network.
4: Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda-certified pre-owned accords, civics, CRVs, HRVs, and pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMooreHonda.com. Come see us at the all
0: new Andy Moore now in Bloomington. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. The Hoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to thehoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on this station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio.
4: BB's Market is your local meat shop, steakhouse, and caterer. No matter where you live, located on South College in Bloomington, BB's opens every day at 6 a.m. with fresh, custom-made breakfast, brunch, lunch, and dinner items. With some of the best custom meats around, in-house-made deli, side dishes, salads, and lunch meats, BB's Market has the largest variety of in-house-made products in southern Indiana, including 14 different marinades for chicken, beef, and unique recipes for over 35 varieties of brats and sausages. Visit bbsmarket.com for online ordering. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. Southern Stone Restaurant, located at the corner of Patterson and Rogers in Bloomington, offers a variety of freshly made fare, tying their roots in limestone with their love of Southern eateries. With quality, local, and organic food as their main focus, Southern Stone strives to always provide their guests with an exceptional dining experience. With weekly specials, quick, attentive service, Southern Stone Restaurant provides delicious five-star comfort food with a Southern charm at two-star prices. Southern Stone Restaurant is part of Endeavor Hospitality's Wild Club.
0: This segment is brought to you by Feast Market and Seller. Now back to the golf club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington.
4: Welcome back. Indiana Sports Beat Radio here on this Monday, the 13th. I hope everyone's having a great day. Hello everybody everybody uh, listening on the ref or river rats down in uh, the Evansville area. 97.7 ESPN, always the right call. Uh, all of our friends up in the region in Chicago listening on WJLB, 1230 AM, 104.7 FM was just all up in that area this over the weekend or last week for the Big Ten tournament. Our friends on uh WBRO 89.9 in Marengo and uh, soon to be 1380 a.m. in Fort Wayne. Looking forward to that. Brackets, brackets, brackets. Uh, and we had the opportunity last night after the reveal to talk to head coach Mike Woodson and uh, Trace and Race, Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson. Um, I, I asked Mike. You know, I know that there was probably a little disappointment losing in the Big Ten game, but it gives you an extra day. Um, you know, you're getting past that. I'm, what does that do for them? What can they use it for to uh, help prepare them for the NCAA tournament? Here's what he had to say.
2: Well, I think rest, you know, coming off the Big Ten tournament, it gives us an opportunity to rest some legs. Um And get everybody mentally focused on what the task is ahead of us. Um, You know, we'll tomorrow we'll come in and we'll break down starting today, really break down K State and uh, Kent State rather, and um, and get ready. You know, I mean, it's there's a lot that goes into preparing for an NCAA tournament game. And, you know, your opposing team, they're, they're doing all their prep work on us. Um, and we just got to make sure that we're, we're in tune as a team, you know, when we step out on that floor Friday that we're ready to go.
4: That was head coach Mike Woodson uh, for Indiana talking about getting prepared for the NCAA tournament. We also uh, were able to talk to Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson uh, two of Indiana's seniors, about uh, heading into this tournament. And, and in talking in after the Penn State game, uh, Trace talked about them just not maintaining their level of intensity, uh, having lapses of that in games. And so I asked both Trace and Race, what, what can they do as senior leaders to not allow the team, or when the team does get into that, if they reach that level, what, what can they do, uh, to help them get out of that, what, to not play that way, to make sure your, your, your level of play is up. Uh, here's, here's what uh, Trace and race had to say.
0: Um, I think that it's just on the offensive end. Uh, we need to play more confident. Um, I feel like when we play confident on offense, everything else is, um, Easy flowing. I mean, we're pretty good on the defensive end of the floor, but um, we can't play tentative. We can't pass up shots. We got to be confident. We worked on this. We worked to get to this moment all throughout the summer. We were shooting shots, and um, we got a lot of good shooters on our team, and they just got to let it go. And so um, I think that's the biggest thing for
4: us. Trace Jackson Davis, they're answering the uh, question. And uh, of course, Race Thompson, Uh, here's what he had to say.
0: Um, I think this is holding each other accountable.
1: Uh, I mean, that's something that we've gotten better at uh, throughout the year. And I think that if somebody gets on somebody, we know it's not personal. uh It's just because we want the best for each other. So I think uh really just hold each other accountable. And then again, just knowing that this could be your last game in Indiana uniform, I don't see that happening. So, uh yeah, that's basically it.
4: I sent out a, t- a great follow-up on that. I sent out a tweet the other day. In Indiana's loss toward the end, uh, Malik renew. I think he had a defensive lapse on it and so it allowed an easy score and Miller cop was just pissed off and he turned around and, and you could tell he was telling him, but I mean, he didn't say that that was on you, but in essence he was telling him that was on you because you missed your assignment. And he, you know, he was not, he was emphatic about it. Loved seeing that to be honest with you. That's senior leadership. Haven't seen that all season. From from these guys, need to see more of that. Would like to have seen more of that prior to now to get them a, a, a little bit further along because I, I, I think they need more of that, a uh, little less coddling and a little more of of that. Uh, as and I think, I think I saw even Jalen um Same, it was Malik a turnover a pass from Jalen to Malik and the whole way up the floor, Malik, I mean, Jalen was just looking at Malik waiting for a response, I think to say of him to say, well, that was a bad pass or my bad, or he was just want, you know, wondering what happened on that. But it was like, he was holding him accountable without even saying a word, just looking and waiting. So I've seen, seen glimpses here of late of this team doing that very thing of them holding each other accountable, which have not seen that this year. And I think that was a huge problem, you know, playing together and being happy and that's great. And you need that for camaraderie, but you also need to be able to rip someone's butt and it not be personal and not be taken personal because it's not personal. It's about winning. That's all it is. It's about winning. Uh, that's why you can see coaches that, that after they're retired, that used to uh, basically, I don't want to say hate each other, but look at Bob Knight and Gene Katie or instances like that. Um, he, I saw Bruce Weber over the weekend. Um, you know, he's probably a, a, one, a, a guy that in, most Indiana fans probably don't like a lot. Uh, super nice guy. Now, does that replace that stuff back then? You know what? That was in the level of competition, people. And when you're when you're competing, it doesn't matter. You you have blinders on it, or if you don't, you're not gonna win a lot. But you have to have blinders on. There there are no friends at, at that time. Um, but afterwards, the competition's over and I love seeing that those guys, uh, they're able to do that. But right now the competition's on people, it's time for the NC two a, and don't forget, go to ESPN.com. The group is Indiana sports beat fans. And the password is simply Indiana. We'll put that out. I'll text that, but, uh, we're, it's nothing. But, you know, whoever wins, we'll put a nice package together for him. press package. i have to come up with that um, over the next day, this week or something. But, yeah, go check that out. Uh, the group is Indiana Sports Beat Fans. Separate words. Password is just Indiana. Let's see how many people we can get signed up and who wins. Pete's bragging because he won last year. That's why he set it up real quick. Hey, you want me to set that up again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Great friend. Um, Thanks for doing that, by the way. Thanks for everybody uh, else for doing that. But who's going to Albany, New York? It's time to wrap it up. We will be coming to you from Albany, New York uh, Thursday and Friday. So we'll have that going for you. Looking forward to that. But we will be back here tomorrow. Looking forward to uh, talking to Mike DeCoursey as he was at the Big Ten uh amongst others, at Chronic Hoosier as well. Uh, big thanks to Don Fisher, of course, to Dustin DePiric from the Indy Star, and Dustin Schuette, our good friend and co-host. We're back tomorrow to do this again. Thanks to John, the producer, for keeping us between the white lines. And most importantly, thanks to you guys. Without you, we've got no reason to be here. I'm Jim Coyle. Until tomorrow, I will see you on the radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page for more clips and team coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and more. You can also find full episodes and tons of other content on TheHoosier.com. We'll see you next time for another edition of Indiana Sports Beat Radio.